Hey, Obsessors, this is Jules, and welcome to Obsessed. This week, I want to share with you an amazing conversation I had with Rod Desch. He is the host of Cultural Chameleon. Cultural Chameleon is a podcast that transports you weekly to different spots on the globe. And I was so lucky. I was so fortunate to have the ability to talk about one of my favorite places on this earth, Door County, Wisconsin. So sit back, enjoy this episode of Cultural Chameleon. Make sure you follow that podcast. And guys, don't just get obsessed with traveling, get obsessed with your life. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard the Cultural Chameleon Podcast. We're about to depart from the gate, but prior to departure, we ask that your seatbelt is securely fastened. Join Rod Desh, the host, weekly for a travel adventure like no other. Welcome to episode four of the Cultural Chameleon Podcast. I'm your host, Rod Desh. Today's show might get you thinking about road tripping to the Midwestern United States. What doors could a vacation to the Great Lakes region open for you? My guest will help you discover what's frequently called the Cape Cod of the Midwest. She's a big-hearted Midwestern powerhouse that called Door County her home as a child, and she now resides in the burbs of Chicago, although this piece of land is part of her DNA. The 60-mile-long peninsula in the state of Wisconsin is about an hour from the city of Green Bay, and it stretches up into Lake Michigan towards America's Hat, otherwise known as Canada. The western shore is the banks of Green Bay, and to the east is Lake Michigan. I welcome with great pleasure today's guest, Julie Logan. Julie, welcome. Hey, Rod. I'm so thrilled to be here and share with you just a little nook of the United States that maybe everybody's not familiar with. I cannot wait to hear more. I've, I've done a little research and I think that Door County might be my summer getaway. You're going to become obsessed with Door County. <laughs> Tell me a little about like why it has your heart and, and some special things about it. It has my heart. And what a great question, Rod. And Door County is part of the fabric of my DNA. I've been enjoying long, delicious lakeside vacations and summers up in Door County since I was five weeks old. So my parents scooped me up in my diapers and I've never looked back. And it really really infuses a lot of my childhood memories. Every summer we were up there, we go up there in the winter, and it is just a place where you can go to unplug, get away, indulge yourself, relax, be outdoors, and there's so much that Door County offers. Now, so I would imagine most people are going to drive to Door County. You know, obviously, if, some, if somebody would, would fly in, the closest city is, is Green Bay, right? And take me on that trip. So if it, it's about an hour to get to Door County. Mm -hmm. It is an hour from the Green Bay Airport, or you can fly into the Chicago Airport, O'Hare, and it's about a four-hour drive up 
up north and you'll pass Milwaukee and Green Bay and then up to the peninsula of Wisconsin. So if you'd like to drive, fly into Chicago and rent a car, take the scenic tour up there or fly into Green Bay. In an hour, Green Bay is a little less accessible, not as many flights. You know, Chicago has a multitude of flights and options, a lot less expensive to fly into Chicago, but okay. Green Bay is easier. And I would imagine that the trip is beautiful. So it's a peninsula for those who aren't familiar. And it, it literally is like a little finger up into uh, Lake Lake Michigan. And I would imagine the, the, the drive up there is beautiful. Depends what time of year. Spring, summer, fall, absolutely gorgeous. Winter, not so much. And it is so rich and deep in history and people just keep coming back. It is known, and I think Rod mentioned this, the Hamptons mm -hmm. of the, the Midwest. Uh, how do they say? The Cape Cod of the Midwest. Oh, Cape Cod, yeah. Wow, okay, so um, you talk, we talked about the drive, I think. Do you like to drive? I do. I. I I like to drive. If you have the time, I, I it mm -hmm. just makes it clears my head. Mm -hmm. Listen to music. Sometimes driving can actually like take you to a mental space with with mm -hmm. your with your cohort or whoever you're driving with, and and give an opportunity mm -hmm. to talk about things you don't normally talk about. I I do yeah. like to no, drive. It's a beautiful drive. What about you? I'd rather get there quickly and just in st start enjoying myself. But I don't especially like flying, but I do it. I do know that little fact mm -hmm. about you, and you turned me on to uh, <laughs> um, Turbulence. What what was the Turbulent website? Turbulence Forecast. And if you don't like flying, Turbulence Forecast is, before I board a flight, I check the Turbulence Forecast just to get an idea of, is this going to be a choppy ride? And it gives you a sense of control, just that you are on the plane, you know what to expect, because when you are flying, I think the fear comes from loss of control and not knowing and thinking you're going to just fall from the sky. So turbulenceforecast.com and their pilot reports on there. It's very interesting and informative. Good thought too, because when you think about the psychology of flying, we have no bit of control over anything. So uh, that that's that's one way to take take control. And, you know, speaking of Door County and flying, my husband took two of my kids on a mini propeller flight in Door County and they flew over the lake to see all the shipwrecks in the area. So Death's Door, it's the conflux of the Green Bay waters and Lake Michigan and it's called Death's Door because there have been approximately 275 shipwrecks in that area. So they flew over this area and it was super cool for them just to see all these pristine boats, these vessels laying at the bottom of the lake. Wow, that is so cool. And surprisingly enough, the water clarity there is 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 surprising to to a lot of people when you think of the Great Lakes, you know, I'm near Erie. That is not a, a clear lake by any means, but it isn't really. No, nope, but all of the photos of uh, of Door County that that I've seen has is just absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. There are two parts. There are two par parts of this peninsula. And one part faces Lake Michigan, the other part faces Green Bay. And if you've heard of the Green Bay Packers, you know, this is, you know, this is the area that the Green Bay Packers do have the stadium, it, not in Door County, it's in Green Bay, of course, but it's named after the Bay Green Bay. You know, being in this area, I think it might be protected actually from the rest of the Great Lakes pollution or lack of clarity.
Oh, very interesting. And less currents. Okay, that makes sense. Totally. It's it's not a populated area um, by any means, right? 238 people. It might be more now. So I grew up in the town of Ephraim. And when I say I grew up, it's spent my summers there. 300 about people, residents year long. And when summer season hits, you know, the locals don't look so happy, but that is how they make their money, right? Mm -hmm. They are piecemealing jobs together. They're service oriented. They are creators. They are shops, shopkeepers. And a lot of the times they would import people and they still do from overseas to do a lot of that service work from Sweden um, and Czechoslovakia. I know that that's they bring a lot of people over for the summer on visas to work there during the summertime. Wow, very interesting. So it, it influxes, it, I think it's into from the hundreds into the thousands. Thousands and thousands upon thousands. Wow. But there is a reason why. And people are drawn there. The winters. Specifically, yeah. I mean, the the caves, the um, the lake, and and anyone who is into to water sports is definitely uh, gonna going to love vacationing there. Absolutely. Parasailing, sailing, wave runners, we're boating. It is really a maritime area. People are very proud of, you know, what they do with their boats, fishing. Fishing is a huge sport there too, but everything revolves around the water and it really re-energizes me when I am there. And lighthouses too. I was, I was reading there are 11. Wow. You know a lot. 11 lighthouses, um, which, which is pretty phenomenal for such a small strip of, of land too. Um, I believe some of them are actually not visible. You'd have to take a boat. From what I understand, there's also a, a like a ferry. Is it Washington Ferry? A ferry to Washington Island. And that is right where the conflux of the death store meets. meets. Um, people live on Washington Island. And it's fascinating because they do have to take the ferry to the land. It's beautiful. There's lavender fields. There's llama farms. There are pristine pebble beaches where the rocks are all so shiny and beautiful just from the way that the tide rolls up on the shore but there is so much to do outside you mentioned the lavender fields which is something that really really gets i just i personally have never witnessed it with my own eye yet but the the blooming fields of lavender in july and august are really at, at their peak um, you can drive through the areas where the, where the farms are and not only see but but I can imagine the smell. Gorgeous. It's, it is. And, you know, I think it takes you to a place of just calm and peace, just being around such beauty. And especially if you live in an urban area right now, whether you're in the United States or whether you are international, it is just a place of respite. It's a place of real people. It's a place of kindness. It's a place of cherry pies and cheese curds and wineries and beautiful parks and just a commune of people who are really happy and really wanting to make the experience so rich for you. you and you mentioned cherries. From what I understand, uh -oh. there is a cherry pit spitting Hall of Fame, I would call it. Hall of Fame. Yeah. And um, have, you, have you given it a go? How, how far is your cherry spitting skills? Rod, it is a real thing. And, you know, there's a lot of training that we have to go through before the cherry pit spitting contest. 
per, and I didn't realize like it was actually a thing. I just thought it was something our family did up in Door County. But the fact that you knew about that, I know my mom was probably shamefully making her cherry pit contest, cherry spitting contest, something of her own doing. <laughs> but what is so fascinating is that, you know, people love doing it. Like you chew the cherry, you take the pit out, and then you try to spit it. You run, you lunge, you jump and spit it out into the air. And I have no idea. I think, I think I read it. it. The, the, the record is 50, almost 50 feet. I don't, I don't. 50 feet? I don't know. I'm, we're, and who I'm gonna does verify this? that, but I think that's it. I do that. <laughs> who does this? I do it. And it's, it's a tradition in our house on the 4th of July. We do that. We take, we mark out with chalk to see old people, young people. And for some reason, it's super fun. And it sounds so odd when you say it to me. Actually. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, w- I want to witness it. <laughs> so food, obviously food in, in the summertime and what could be more American than cherries and, and apples. There is a unique place to eat. Um, and I believe that, you know, what mostly makes it unique, I'm not sure about the food itself, but this place has a grass roof. Yes, grass, grass roof, roof. Al Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling out Al Johnson's. Al Johnson's is iconic in Door County. It is something you must drive by. It is in Sister Bay. It's iconic because when you drive by, you look up and you see a grass roof. Roof, And if you wait there long enough, you're going to see three, four goats up on that roof just hanging out. And it's, it's, it's Scandinavian. And Door County especially the Sister Bay, Fish Creek, Ephraim, Trifecta, those are the three towns that that really speak to me as Door County. They were settled by the Scandinavians. They would push their houses over on the ice from island to island and bring them to different spots in Door County. So it, there's a very long and rich tradition of Scandinavian heritage, Swedish, Norwegian, Danish, you can see that thread throughout the peninsula. Everything is clapboard. A lot of the buildings are whitewashed, very beautiful, pristine, simple. There, there are no, there's not a McDonald's. There's not a Wendy's. There's no chains, restaurants there. Everything is by small businesses. And there is a Piggly Wiggly though. That's the grocery store. That's all we got. Oh, I thought that was only a Southern grocery store. It must be uh, Northern as well. Hmm. So you talked about Scandinavian roots and, you know, one thing that is, is, you know, a festival that happens annually that is, um, is based in in Scandinavia. It's spelled F-Y-R, but yes, but pronounced fear ball in uh, Ephraim, right? Is that how you say it? I like to call it Ephraim, Ephraim? Rod. Okay. But we can call it Ephraim. <laughs> Shout out to Ephraim. Shout out. 55 years in the making, this this fire festival of sorts is, uh, you know, something that swells this town of 290 to about 2,500 for the excitement of a fiery night of bonfires, fireworks. There's even a chieftain who arrives by boat in Eagle Harbor. And uh, it's he's flanked by you know boys and Viking horns and the and the whole bit. Yeah, we take you back. The Door Countyans take you back, but it is it's you know they have bonfires all along the coastline and it's gorgeous. And then the traditional um, 
Viking coming across from the other islands. It's really cool to see. And then a spectacular fireworks show. Spectacular. But they are very rooted in traditions. And there's tons of fun festivals. There's always something fun to do. You can name something that you love to do or are passionate about. You can do it in Door County, except for eat at McDonald's. I love that. I love that there's not commercial restaurants there. And so hiking, I would imagine hiking. I know that because I'm a big hiker, I always look to, to see what what oh, what cool. opportunities there are. And it, it seems, and I'm Julie, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, the Ice Age Trail, which is a 1,000 oh. mile long trail. And it ends at Potawatomi State Park? Potawatomi. Potawatomi. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the trail actually... Potawatomi State Potawatomi, Park. Yes. That it, the, this Ice Age Trail ends there, and it is a thousand mm -hmm. mile long trail. Yeah, there's a lot of hiking. A lot of hiking. And, you know, people think of dunes as like something that's obviously in a, in a desert. But, you know, one thing that is very, very common in the Great Lakes area are very, very high dunes. Um, so, mm -hmm. you know, apparently there's actually a state park called Whitefish Dunes um, State Park. Mm -hmm. um, and it's home to, eight Native American villages um, dating from 100 BC to the late 1800s, as well as the highest sand dunes in Wisconsin. Oh, I didn't even know that. God, you know, that's so fascinating because I do know that it, it was carved out this area, this peninsula by the glaciers back in the ice age. And I know that Door County, Wisconsin has been inhabited for since like 10,000 BC, mm -hmm. right? Or AD. I'm not sure, but for quite some time. And there are just these gorgeous, gorgeous little pockets of areas where you can, you know, hike all day through the state parks. There's Peninsula State Park where there's tons of hiking trails. And that's something, you know, if you like to camp, you could stay at Peninsula State Park because it is gorgeous. It gets booked up really quickly because it is popular. So I would book that a year in advance. Um, great places to golf if you like to golf i'm not sure if you're a golfer Robert. i am not well I, i'm not very good at it i, ha I have fun but mm -hmm. yeah you do zip lining my family and i went zip lining the last time we were there that was super fun over the tree tree lines it was really cool oh wow so you know if you were to tell somebody to go to door county what month you know i, I read that it takes a little mm -hmm. bit maybe till july for the water to warm up if mm -hmm. you're swimming or, or jumping off the, the cliffs the water's cold. August is a great month and also October. The leaves and the trees are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, breathtaking. So I would say October or August, my favorite. Okay, excellent. Fish boils. Fish boils. Well, let's talk fish boils. It's the weirdest thing. I don't really like them. I'm sorry, but uh, you know, we've been attached to the Pelletier's fish boil and my mom's cousin's husband's family owned it for a long time. It is the traditional food of the people of Door County. So what they do, they have this huge cauldron and it's outside and they throw fish and potatoes and onions and stuff and they cook it in front of you. And then it, once it boils over, that's when it's ready. And then they scoop it out and you can eat it. Um, it's something definitely worth to try because it is an experience and experiences are so rich as opposed to just going and buying or, you know, being a part of the actual meal, but it is a traditional meal. It's so kind of. Tell me about, so is it water? Is it oil or like, what are they actually um, placing the, 
the fish into? I believe it is water. Okay, water. Water. Really hot, a boiling cauldron of water. And it's really fun. It's fun to see. Is it uh is it What's fish that? um you know fish from the lake what 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 type of fish? I'm curious. It would be I would guess is whitefish. Whitefish is probably the most plentiful in the bay area and do I know if they're fishing it off, you know, is it brought directly from the boats to the fish boils? I don't know. I'm sure at one time it yeah, was, yeah. but it's it is a cool experience. Very cool. Very cool. I'm 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 a fan. I, me and my friends quite frequently do um, seafood boils, like the low country oh, boils. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's, it's a oh, good way cool. to feed everyone. And who doesn't like potatoes and shrimp and um, and you know mm -hmm. sausage and it, yeah. So it takes takes oh, me yeah. there. I mean, this this is huge. It's like as big as like you know maybe arm's length distance outside. I mean, it's a huge boil. So they do it once or twice a day. And then they feed everyone in the restaurant, but you can watch it. It's kind of cool. They have a master boiler that does all the fun wow. stuff. But it is it is cool. Yeah. I mean, that is just one of like the different things. And as you travel cross country, you get to see different pockets and different traditions. If yours is more like a seafood boil, which sounds delicious, you know, the north is more a whitefish boil. But that it's fascinating to see how it changes throughout the different climates and atmospheres of the yeah based on what they had available to them i love that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well after after the fish boil i think you mentioned to me wilson's ice cream what makes that so special wilson's ice cream is famous i don't know why but they put okay so i had a friend up there this summer and she wanted just a scoop of ice cream and so she was granted a scoop but a scoop at wilson's is like three three scoops you know regularly she's like stop i don't want this but the the ice cream is so delicious and they put a little jelly bean at the bottom of the cone to stop the drippage so they're famous brilliant for jelly beans at the bottom of the cone mm -hmm. and they have a lot of college students work there so it's a really fun atmosphere i mean it's famous it's been around you know i'm gonna say over 100 years 125 years but the ice cream is so delicious it's a beautiful point on the peninsula you can walk around and you cannot miss wilson's i would think wilson's is a hot spot of course i said l johnson's again make your reservations early um, and a coffee place coffee places are starting to really emerge in the peninsula and on the peninsula the Bearded Heart Cafe is super duper delicious. They have curated gourmet food, amazing owners, the most delicious, the most delicious drinks. And we did a book signing there this summer. So I was pleasantly surprised and I'm definitely a loyal customer from here on out. But And that's in Bailey's Harbor. Mm -hmm. Lots of good food. Uh, from what I understand, wine is beca has become uh, quite popular on the peninsula. And you know, I, I think maybe six or seven wineries. So if you're a big wine drinker, obviously it's probably Northern wine, which is a bit sweeter than, than what most are, are used mm -hmm. to. And I also saw that there is a meadery for, and for people who aren't familiar. A meadery? Mead is- Never heard of a meadery. It is wine made from honey. Um, oh, a meadery. 
M-E-A-D. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah, I actually quite like it. Uh, here in my little town, we, we, have a, we have a meadery, and uh, they make interesting flavors because it, it really it, it catches the flavor of whatever they mix it with so well. But yeah, mm. and beer, obviously, uh, those in Wisconsin are beer drinkers. Beer and cheese. Mm -hmm. Let's do it, guys. And if you're lactose intolerant, good luck. Bring your lactate because everything is oozing with cheese. There's a delicious cheese shop called the Creamery as well. Oh my gosh, the most delectable cheeses and sandwiches, like just decadent. Um, but wineries, yes, there's Stone's Throw Winery is really, really a nice winery. And there's a lot of cherry wines and you can take a trolley and drive, ride around in the trolley and just go to the different wineries if you like. That's That sounds excellent. You brought up cheese. Obviously, Wisconsin is famous for cheese. I love cheese. The cheese curd. That's why I'm not vegan, because I love cheese too much. <laughs> cheese curds are something that I don't think that many have had if they're not in the region or, or visited. Um, but it's essentially the the like the like what floats to the top, right? It's like the extra um, fat from the cheese, and then they, they fry it. It is so good. You're going to die. I mean, cheese curds are so delicious. Have you ever had a fried cheese? I have, curd? I have. And I dipped it in horseradish. Is that normal? Oh, that sounds so good. Yum, especially right out of the fryer. Obviously I sound like I'm 800 pounds the way I'm talking about cheese <laughs> curds, but they are so delicious. Just like that spongy-ish texture. There's not, it's just spongy deliciousness, deep fried, crusted. And you can get it like right when you drive into town they have like people at gas stations selling fried cheese curds and they're so good don't be scared of those fried cheese curds at gas stations i guess if you do it right you're it should squeak in your teeth when you eat it right <laughs> oh my gosh i'm driving up there i'm getting so hungry thinking about it overnight overnight me some. <laughs> oh there's reynard's cheese factory r-e-n-a-r-d-s right when you're pulling into surgeon bay they have got, it's like a, a palace of meat and cheese everywhere, all sorts of different kinds of meats and cheeses. It's so good. And I had a girlfriend come up this summer and she's a vegan. I said to her, bring your own food because you're not going to do well up here. <laughs> but there are vegan options, but it's, it is like, you know, a lot of cheese. It genuinely sounds like a great place for a summer vacation and you know not only summer but um there are winter time festivals i'm not sure if you've ever been fish creek winter festival is at the end of january beginning of february and again they have food fireworks a chili cook-off uh live music ice sculptures um you know games for the kids and it takes place you know overlooking the frozen water of lake michigan not a place you would think that that a festival or a time that a festival would be occurring but got to make the best of it when it when it's that cold long dark winter right oh and i've never been to that particular festival and there's polar bear plunges and my dad you know he'll strap on some snowshoes and walk across the lake when it's frozen and then i'll see cars on the lake just driving around hmm. and you know finding a place to ice fish it's crazy but you do you have to embrace your environment and climate because otherwise you'll go mad crazy, especially when you're in those northern climates where the sun doesn't shine as much. Right now. Oh. Well, speaking of the lake, have you been curling? Have you have you curled? What are you talking about, Rod? <laughs> curling? Curling. 
Do you mean throwing those the big Yes, discs? on the on the ice. No, have you? I have done it. Do you do that? I don't do it regularly, but I have done it. It's just quite fun. That is so cool. I mean, I find this fascinating. Um, okay, I'm going to put this in air quotes. I'm a quote unquote expert on the topic, but Rod knows more than I do. <laughs> just I try to do the research, but uh, you you've lived it, and you such an honor to be able to to spend your summers in a in a beautiful place a spot in america like that i, I love sh being able to share it with others and and i'm telling you it's on my list i'll i'll be there this summer we'll go together oh i'll be waiting for you but you know it is a picturesque area it's wholesome it's family centered but it's fun when i started going when i was just a baby you know there weren't a lot of those really curated culinary spots and it's really grown in terms of culinary culinary lifestyle because there are foodies that do travel up there so the food's getting really good there is so much to do there's it's it's a place that you could spend easily a weekend two nights or easily a week or two and not get bored at all excellent and sometimes the greatest part of everything is about not doing anything at all and letting it happen to you Ooh, I love that. Say that again. That is so wonderful. I have to breathe that in. We get so ingrained in make, making everything happen. Sometimes the beauty in life is just sitting back and, and just waiting, enjoying life and letting, mm -hmm. letting it come to you. Sitting to manipulating every experience, trying to organize and control everything. It is nice just to let go. And I guess that's one of the things that I do do when I go up there. That's one of the lessons I've learned traveling to this beautiful space, this haven on the tip of the peninsula of Wisconsin. It is a place where I can let go. I can start looking inwardly and reflect because when we're giving, giving, giving all the time, we run out of energy and our cup is empty and we cannot help anybody with an empty cup. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So that is so great. And that's a wonderful lesson that I've learned. And thank you for reminding me. Of Absolutely. That. I totally get it. You know, you, you mentioned something so important. It's just like they tell us on the airplane, you know, place your mask on yourself before you help others with theirs. We cannot be anything to anyone else if, if we are not taking care of ourselves. So do that in Door County, right? Do that in Door County. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you, Jules. Thank you so much for so taking fun. the time to, to help me and the listeners. And I can't tell you what a pleasure it's been. It's been all mine. And I learned a lot, too. So I love this podcast. And I love the idea of dreaming about travel. Because there's something so exciting and exhilarating getting ready for that next adventure. For all you chameleons out there, thanks for taking the trip to Wisconsin with Julie and I. I leave you with a quote from a man named Pico Ayer. He's a British-born novelist known for his travel writing. We travel initially to lose ourselves, and we travel next to find ourselves. We travel to open our hearts and eyes and learn more about the world than our newspapers will accommodate. We travel to bring what little we can, in our ignorance and knowledge, to those parts of the globe where riches are differently dispersed. And we travel in essence to become young fools again, 
to slow time down and to get taken in, and to fall in love once more. To view pictures of my guests, as well as the places we describe, check out my Instagram at culturalchameleon11. Until next time!